From approximately coast to coast, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding are pleased to present the CBS Radio Network. Decided we were missing something in some of the things we were doing here. The, the audience hasn't been reacting the way they should. That's right. So we went right out and hired a laugh machine and uh, has all the laughs on it and it's controlled electronically. I think so it'll you punch can... up a lot of the humor that lies latent. Not only that, but you can take a dull script and make it sound hilarious uh, with this particular tape we have. And, uh, We've asked, uh, who's the fellow that broke this opera for us? Uh, Petra Sinon? Or I thought it was Chester Hasbrook Frisbee. Frisbee. I guess it was Frisbee. Yes. Yes. Chester Hasbrook Frisbee, who writes all our uh, uh, dramatic type things. And he said he'd uh, write us a, a home type show and we could use this tape and see how it worked out. How's that for an idea? That's fine. We've got a good theme for it, so I think without further ado, we should get to it. All right, let's try it out. <laughs> And it's time now for warm situation comedy as we present At Home with the Voting Murchisons, a mature and democratic blending of young and old, a family where unilateral decisions are abhorred. Matt, Joseph smashed your car this afternoon, ran it right through the plate glass window at Nelson's Drugstore. <laughs> well, Joseph, I suppose there's a reason for all that. Sure, Dad. I did it on a bet. I won 50 cents. <laughs> well, at least there was a reason. I think you should censor the boy. <laughs> Mr. Nelson called and said that the damage amounted to $759. And that's more than 50 cents. Well, I suppose $759 is more than 50 cents. Yes, it is. Well, let's get on with the voting. We'll start with you, Cora. Do you think Joseph should be punished for his escapade? Yes, I do. That's my vote. All right, that's one against you, Joseph. And what's your vote, Cora, Sue? Well, I'll vote against my brother any time. He's stuck up and somewhat of a skunk. <laughs> well, Joseph, things aren't going too well for you here at the Murchison voting table. One more vote against you, and you're in for a censure. Well, I, I got a chance if you don't vote against me, Dad. Uh, I want you to know I put the 50 cents I won in the Murchison family kitty. Joseph, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't think your mother and Cora Sue knew it either. Now, do either of you want to change your votes? No. No. Ah, oh, gee, what a dinky family. <laughs> Joseph, I'm going to have to vote against you, too. That's good. Yeah. I think we nailed them good. Well, uh, <clears throat> what are you going to do to me? I'm sure it'll be something for my own good. Well, Mother and I talked it over before the vote, and we decided to take away a few privileges. That's right, Joseph. Your father and I have decided it might be a good thing if you worked on an assembly line for two or three years. <laughs> What do you think of that decision, Cora Sue? Is it fair? I think it's fair. Can I get on the phone and tell the kids about it? Certainly, Cora Sue. 
Well, don't stay on too long, though, Cora Sue. We may have to vote on you, too, if you do that. <laughs> Son, when you uh, come back from that assembly line, you'll have a much better understanding of automobiles. Well, then I'm glad I'm going. Can I finish my dinner now? <laughs> Not until we vote on it, Joseph. with the voting Murchisons, the mature and democratic family next door. I don't know. Come to think of it, maybe that's uh, one word of best, huh? No, I guess not. But uh, getting to uh, this other Bob, now Bob Lewis, what do you suppose it's like working the way he does? Robert Q. Lewis, you mean? <laughs> oh, no, no, come on. No, no. engineer, we don't really need that. Yeah, I mean, he works alone. Now, how can people do that? You know, I'd feel like half a team. Suppose he's comfortable up there all by himself. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who knows? Uh, maybe. Tell you what, he's on every weekday and off at Godfrey time. We might drop around early one day and see how he does it. Good idea. <laughs> and hello again, sports fans. This is Biff Burns in the Biff Burns Sports Room, ready to interview another outstanding uh, figure in the sports world. In this case... Our old friend Bill Hockey of the Indiana Mustangs, funky shortstop, who just this past week was sent down to the minors. Uh, Bill, I wonder if you could give a little of the background as to uh, how your career seems to be going downhill at this point. Well, I don't know as I'd use uh, that phrase to describe my career, Biff, uh, going downhill. <laughs> I uh, I don't like to think that that's what's happening to me. Well, being kicked out of a top-flight team like the Mustangs yeah. and uh, sent down there uh, mm -hmm. seems to me to be a little uh, of a setback. How long were you with the Mustangs, Bill? Well, I uh, went to spring training with them this year, and they kept me up until they had to cut their roster back to 48. So to make room, they had to let me go. There, uh, isn't it true, as a great many of the sports writers pointed out, that you uh, suffered a lot of head colds? Well, I uh, seem to have been Kept played out with of spring it. training quite a bit, didn't it? I think uh, I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons uh, why I didn't stick with the team uh, because of all my colds. And uh, I have uh, sore uh, sore feet. I can't run very well, and yeah, well, my, hitting, my hitting uh, has been off. This year. What was your uh, average when you left the uh, Mustangs? Oh, 58. 58. Uh, you spoke of sore feet. I, I I know the last game I saw you play in, uh, you fell down several times. Well, uh, oddly enough, you wouldn't think this would happen, but uh, I had uh, my right shoe on my left foot and my left spike on my right foot. You wouldn't uh -huh. believe that could happen, but... Uh, <clears throat> I do, in your case, day. Bill, I do believe it did happen because I saw it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. Well, it was a rainy day, and we didn't know whether the game was going to be played or not, and the manager said, get in the uniform, hurry out in the field, so that's what happened. You look pretty awkward out there, I will say that for Thank you. you. Now, uh, there was one uh, outstanding play you made uh, this past season, the, uh, a running backhand catch. Uh, that was off the bat of who? Uh, that was hit by uh, Larrap and Lou Jolly of uh, the St. Paul team. He got a hold of a high outside pitch, Biff, and uh, as you know, I was playing right field. That was before I became a scrappy shortstop. Uh-huh. And I was more or less a, a sweet-tempered uh, tempered, uh, uh, right, right fielder. Right fielder, yeah. And uh, 
I, at the crack of the bat, I sensed that this ball had the distance to it. Had it your name on it, too. Had, huh? it had my name on it. Uh, and uh, it was Well, would you put it that way? I wouldn't put it that way. And it was just... No, I don't think well, so. Well, put it any way you want. Right. You know? And it was just a question whether it had the, uh, the uh, wings to get over the fence. So I backed up for it. And uh, never dreaming you'd be able to snag it, huh? That's right. And I it was probably one of the most, uh, well, the nicest catch I think I ever made. Yes, but of course you dropped it after the catch and uh, the run scored. And it yeah. was the run that won the game. I see our right. time is running a little bit short. But for all of the kids listening in, do you have any advice uh, on uh, how to... Uh, turn out to be a ball player like yourself? Well, I'd say any kid who wanted to grow up and be a major league ball player, Biff, is to every time he sees a ball, pick up that baseball, throw that ball, get to know that ball, no, handle it. really up. I want to thank ball. you, Bill, uh, for dropping when by you, today. When you grow up, you're, you're going to be holding on to a ball. This you're is going Biff Burns saying until fairly. next time, so long. Right, you'll be a Yes. I hate to disturb you right now, but the painters are here. The painters are here? What yeah. do you mean? They can't. Come on in, fellas. Let's go. Let's get it done, huh? We don't have too stuff. much time. Yeah, this has to be the blue wall, and it's, it's going to be the blue one. Uh, I, don't, I think the one that has the big uh, B written on it. They can't begin just in the middle can't of the show. Like they're doing it. I know it, but can't. Can you gentlemen wait and for about five minutes? Where do I put the. The battleship gray. Webb, are you gonna are you a painter? I'm in charge of painting and maintenance here now. Well, how did that happen? I thought you well, were our book to... reviewer. Well, Bob, you haven't given me a book to review, you haven't given me anything. Go right ahead, go on, Ingeborg. Yeah, this is the this is going to be the blue ball over here, is this? That's right. The one's the bay, then the others are the vowels of one. Yeah, two all over. They get right busy with it. That's the question, Bob, that you haven't given me any time on your program. Oh, we've been on less than two weeks. We haven't gotten around to book reviews. We've had so much to do getting the show off the ground. Well, uh, this is something steady, and they told me there's a lot of studios to paint. And uh, be careful up there, Edgar yeah, I spilled that bucket of uh, white paint all over there. You don't suppose you're going to leave the floor that way, uh, Wade? No, oh, you're going to clean that all that off, aren't you? That's that very quick drying paint. Oh, it's dried already, I see. Fingerboard, are you stuck? Yeah, I'm standing right in the middle of it here. You're really stuck right to the floor. Lift my foot there. Uh, wait a minute. How do we call emergency? Uh, somebody get uh, Do they have one? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I have to get the operator. I oh, guess. he's really stuck badly there. It's terrible. Yes, sure, I am. Operator, uh, this is uh, the Bob and Ray studio calling. Hello. The radio program. Hello. Yes. Uh, we're on the air now, and uh, congratulations. The painter doubts about it down here. <laughs> the painter is uh, stuck in the middle of the floor, and some quick drying paint he spilled. Does he want to call anybody? No, he just wants to get hold of uh, maintenance or emergency or something. Don't bother me with that, will you, please? Well, who do we call to get him unstuck there? Emergency. Well, can you give us that number? That's what I wanted, really. All right, just a second. I'll see if anyone's there. Hold on, anybody. She's, uh... You'll be all right, Ingemar. Don't worry. You don't have a sandwich on you, do you? Hello, emergency. Uh, Hello, Bob Ray. Uh, we have a Bob and Ray. Yeah. We have a painter uh, stuck uh, to the floor here, and it's disrupting uh, a program already in progress. 
Huh? Yeah. What, uh, what, what do we do? Can you help? Let's do your hand. We'll be up there. 26. We're on lunch now. Well, I, I know it. We just wanted to finish the show in a, you know, in a big finish way, and yeah. we can't with him stuck. Do you want us again? Uh, 26. 26. Okay. <laughs> All right, they're going to come up with it. So, uh, you can just take care of them. Keep them quiet. Wait a second. I have an idea. Could you throw... Uh, do we have a top hall on the... They cover the pianos with... Throw it over in your... One over there on the piano. Well, yeah. throw it over in your board for now, because uh, it bothers me to then see I have man. to have to look at it. Swell. You don't mind, your boy? No, that's something that's all right. Good. All right. All right. Now then. Where's the uh, impersonator that was uh, booked by Wilbur Conley, the young square to works for us? Is he here? Yes, sir. That's you, I guess, sir. Yes, sir. Huh? I don't want too long to talk to you. Just, uh, what is it? Uh, is it my... All right, Webb, will you just... All right. Uh, I'll stand still till the program's over. I'll right. wait for the emergency. Uh, what is your line of show business entertainment, sir? Uh, I'm a tree Im imitator. You imitate trees? That's right. Do you do this on the... Television. Do it on TV shows, uh, small, intimate uh, nightclubs. Takes me maybe 20, 30 minutes to do my act, depending on applause, encores, one thing or another. I've never heard of, of an act of this uh, sort. How many how many trees do you have in your repertoire? Well, it takes me eight months, really, of uh, concentrated rehearsal and practice to get, to get, one down, get the right? imitation down perfect. Uh, I have uh, maybe... Fifteen trees I could do for you. Fifteen? That's uh, quite a stable. Well, I've been doing what was the hardest one you ever learned? I think the forsythia bush. Uh-huh. That's one because one. of its uh, gay, multicolored, uh, well, bright yes, yellow right. uh, blossom. Mm -hmm. It is yellow, isn't it? It is. You're yeah. right. Well, what are you going to do for us here this evening? Well, I'd like to do the weeping willow, the very pathetic weeping willow. All right. Here is <clears throat> Bill Fish. Free in person, and they're with the sleeping law. Like that audience? Yes, they do. Very good. I, I wish we had time for more, but uh, the time just about has uh, run out on us today. This has gone very quickly. I see emergency is coming in the studio now. Thank you very much, Phil. For well, thank maybe you we'll have much. a few more of you. Good, wonderful. Thank you. And we will be here, chances are, tomorrow at the same time. Uh, he's over under the uh, top ball. He's over here, sir. Until the next time, this is Ray Goulding reminding you all to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumb. This is the CBS Radio Network. Sitting